Welcome to another episode of Downtown Hell. Today we sit down with our friend Denise. We literally talk about everything, music, movies, and relationships. Enjoy. You know, this show is all about the journey and, you know, what you do, no matter what you do. It's whether you're a wrestler, whether you're a fucking director, or, you know, just a sometimes tattoo artist. Um, yeah, but the journey. When Right here we have a woman that has an incredible journey. You want to introduce yourself? Hey, guys. My name is Denise Ndomigaisekumalo. Cool. And you do. <laughs> what do you do? So I'm a filmmaker. I'm a director. Damn. Damn. Doing it for the ladies, you know. Yeah. That, yeah the that. filmmaker. I love the fact that we're so diverse. Yeah. You know, you, this, you, this always, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to start giving yourself props. Yeah. <laughs> on record. <laughs> I'm not giving myself props on record. You are. You should. <laughs> yeah. You really should. I just have amazing friends, so. You are an amazing person. Like, I know we're the shit. Like, I know. <laughs> like, I get it. I get it. This is like a great podcast, but damn, I mean, we got to tone it down sometimes. We got yeah. <laughs> to be humble. We got to be humble. But yeah, no, we, um... You know, it, this podcast is always about the journey and, like, you know, you being a director, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. what drives you to do these things? So I love people so much and I just want people to see things that I've seen that most people might not have seen as well. Because wow. when you watch something about a small village in India, uh -huh. you learn about that. But that's, you're not going to learn from that in history books or the news. It's, they're always showing the negative, And that's what I don't like about the news. I don't watch it because it's very depressing. And so I just want to shed positivity, light, and then happiness. And just show the world the real side. Because when I tell people, oh, I'm from Zimbabwe, I always get, so have you met Timon and Pumbaa and Simba? And <laughs> did you have a pet lion? <laughs> Shit. Did somebody really say that? Yes. No. My friend knows that. Yes. Really? Yeah. When, when I the fuck just, was this? When I just came to America 2008. <laughs> was it in Linwood? <laughs> no, unfortunately, it was upstate New York. Wow. So, yeah, they're like, do you have a pet giraffe? Like, when you open your window. I was like, what That's movies are you watching? <laughs> yeah, I know. But that was, honestly, my first few months in America. It was a real question. People yeah. would ask me, so where did you get your clothes from? Mike, where you get your clothes from? Stores. <laughs> Stores, people. Stores. So they're like, oh, we thought that you didn't wear anything. And when you got here, then you changed. I was like, so I just changed at the airport? I just don't understand how that works. Wow. So I was just really sarcastic with my responses. That's mm. why I have a smart mouth. But um, <laughs> yeah, people ask me some dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah. This is like making America look so bad right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, no, we ain't shitting on, no, on the country. Yeah. We're not going to shit on the country now. I mean, we got Trump as a president. But that was before Trump. <laughs> you, so mean it's to tell, worse. you mean to tell me we've been stupid? Yeah, basically. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, whatever. I right? mean, like, I don't know who in their right mind would think, you know, they don't have clothes in Africa. No, people, they, they really thought, like, how did you get here? I was like, on a boat? Like, really? I was like, really? <laughs> you couldn't feel the sarcasm in the boat? <laughs> Honestly, you catch me on a good day. I would have really thought. I would have really thought you showed up on. A, I'm, I'm not gonna downplay my. Name, I, name, name. I've, I've been I've been on cruises, so I could have seen like somebody taking a cruise. So ship. I would have cruised from Africa 
to America. Look at a fucking Why not, map. Dude, do you know how far that is? Seriously, what kind of have, have, have you been on a cruise before? Uh, I, no. I will stay on a cruise. Linwood High. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Linwood High. Anyway, yes. continue. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, if you ever been on a cruise before, it's absolutely amazing. But the distance. What I'm saying is, is I would literally live on a, if I was on a cruise line ship, I would live on a fucking boat. For the rest of my life But keyword is cruise line We're coming from Africa So it's not all cruisy And bougie and nice <laughs> You see that's the American And you're like Oh it's a cruise It's indoors And you have all this No First of all How much was that ticket Now imagine going from Africa To America You really think I just have thousands Like that to just You know cruise I don't know Like it, where did you go How you many went to, countries You went to uh, New York visas. Film Academy Oh like, you put in my like, wait Education on black No First I, of all That's I, a I really great school Linwood High <laughs> <laughs> All this it, is product of Linwood High. All this is pro- and, look, and look at how great this is. Many no, hats. it's not. Yes. Many hats. Many mm-hmm. hats right now. You're here. See, so therefore, you know it's great. You, True. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so I New York, hear. huh? New yeah, York. New how York. Did, how did that start? Like, you know, obviously being a creative, you know. Yeah. Our parents have traditional upbringings for us, you know, that mm-hmm. they have in their mind. But, like, how did all this start? When did you discover that creative, you know, spark? So you want me to be honest? Yeah, man. Okay. So this is what happened. Oh. I actually went to high school and I did sociology and English literature. That's why my English is impeccable and I hate typos. But um, afterwards, I I had to go to college. And truthfully, I wanted to go to college in Africa. And I I wanted to go to school in South Africa because my cousin was there and she's like my sister. So I really wanted to go. Then my parents like, no, you need to do communications and film. I'm like, you don't know me. <laughs> I don't want to do that. And they're like, yeah, you're going. So if you have the means, you know, you leave the country because this was the reason. Yeah. If I get my degree in Zimbabwe, mm-hmm. the first thing someone will ask me if it's America or England, where is Zimbabwe? Do you speak English? No one takes my degree seriously. Whoa. If it's from a third world country, think about it. People have yeah. so many questions. But if I got a degree in like bumfuck, like Nebraska, I love Nebraska though. Um, <laughs> people are like, oh yeah, it's America, it's fine, right? Yeah, yeah. And so if you can leave, get a degree in a country that works for you. And so since my parents knew that they wanted me to do communications, New York was the best because my aunt actually lives in Syracuse. So okay. my parents like, if you die, your aunt is right there. Because <laughs> it'll take us two days to fly and she can... I was like, that's your reason? So that was my reason of New York. And because film industry is New York and L.A. Everyone knows New York and L.A. is like the hubs of the film industry. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I had family in one place and why not? So that's why. That's cool. How was yeah. how was your stay in New York? Like how did how did that all that creativeness, how did that progress? Where did you go from there? Were you starting to do films there or did you do a typical thing? It just hit, uh, I mean, you know, hit New York. It was like, I'm partying my ass off. Oh, first of all, I was upstate New York in Fredonia. So... (laughs) I don't even know where the fuck that is. Thank you. It's an hour away from Buffalo. Uh, So Canada, Buffalo, right? Niagara Falls. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I went to school. So trust me, it wasn't that popping. It's upstate. But (laughs) upstate, they know how to drink. They know how to party. So it was a good time. And then on breaks, I would fly to New York City because it was only an hour flight. So that wasn't bad. So I used to go to New York quite a bit. But 
What I loved is I went to an artistic school, so it was mostly a theater school and a film school. So a lot of my friends were singers, they were just artists, actresses. And so what I liked about my degree was communications, TV and film. And so they taught you each department. So I got to do stage production. I got to do writing. I, I wrote my first script there, wow. my first narrative there. And then for the end of the, for my thesis, actually, they said, hey, we're offering documentary as an option. So would you want to do it? And so I did it and I actually produced a documentary about a dumpster diver because I didn't know what a dumpster diver was. Oh, Coming from Africa, yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> you what? So that was the first documentary we did and we each had a position. So I shot, I did some videography and then I produced some of it. And so it screened, it actually did well and won awards. So I was pretty excited about that. That's sick. So I got into it before then. I've, I've always been into it. And I did editing. So I learned Avid, Final Cuts. I loved InDesign. I made a poster for Drake. What's up, babe? And um, <laughs> I just, that's the thing. I like being creative. So I like doing multiple things. So I would be like Pierre. I just did everything myself. But Pierre needs a, yeah. needs a nap. Yeah. Oh, about. no, Pierre always needs a nap. He does. <laughs> See, I, I work hard, but I get beauty rests. Oh, my God. Yeah. Every time she talks to me, I'm just like, I'm tired. I told you he's over me. He just is like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. You got to listen to her, man. Yeah, she, just she sometimes. Is, she, she is doing something with her career <laughs> that, that evidently is working. And you over here are just sitting there watching Diddy, uh, <laughs> Diddy, uh, Diddy documentaries and like are not taking into account that this man has like 300 yes. fucking people. Multiple people <laughs> under his wing. So we're not saying don't, right? But work smarter, not harder, though. And that's what I'm doing. Are you really? Yes, that's why you're going to be here interning. <laughs> oh, no. You got me fucked up. That's right. That's oh, right. Yeah. That's you're going to be our Google, our Google girl. Wow, I'm Google girl. My parents would be so proud. Mm, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Pierre, for, for doing that. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. that's what the communication degree is for. Is it unpaid? Well, internships oh. are... No, yeah. some of them are paid. You'd be yeah, sure. Some yeah. of them are paid internships, well, but... Um, <laughs> some of them. Some of them. Wow. <laughs> you gotta believe in the vision. Yo, never trust anybody that says... Believe in the vision. <laughs> Actually, LA Talk Live told me to believe in the vision. You know how that shit went. <laughs> oh my god, I've never heard of anyone saying that. So. No way. Oh yeah. Way. See, I I work in the hip hop realm. Everybody has a vision. <laughs> Everybody has a fucking vision. We just shit it on rappers. That's so funny. We shit wow. it on rappers. Yeah, like every, everybody has a bit. Everybody has a vision. Nobody has a budget. Nobody actually has any money. But everybody has a vision, though. Oh, we all have vision. Yeah. So mm. it's like we're gonna make this work. We're gonna get this done. All right. How much money you got? Don't worry about it. We go. <laughs> we're gonna get this done. Yeah. God got it. <laughs> like I'm praying. God can only do so much, though. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, I'm sorry, asshole mode today. <laughs> I've noticed. Yeah, you're really Jesus on it, though. Yeah, but you got to get some rest, though, because she's doing great stuff. You know, yeah. what, it, like, what directors inspire you? Oh, the ones that inspire me is from my crazy, crazy side, because everyone has a crazy side, is Tarantino. Just, I love him. He's just so out there. He's out of the box, and that's what I like. You never have a standard movie with him. Mm -hmm. So Tarantino yeah. definitely is one. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Oh, genius. Yes, Walking a genius, he's, uh, guys. He's at another fucking... Oh, level. out of this world, man. When God yeah. made him, he knew. Yeah, that, dude, <laughs> he knew. that dude is fucking... Yeah. There's a level of crazy, I feel like you have to be... You have to, to be. To, to do what the fuck he does. Yes, yeah. you heard crazy is good. Yeah. Crazy is good, guys. Yeah, no, no. No, it's he, not. No, <laughs> yes, you, it is. Like, 
What's your favorite Tarantino movie? Oh my goodness! Yeah, that's right. Ooh, I'm putting you on the no, you spot. cannot do that. Yeah, no, I mean I would be the fucking same way because I love Tarantino, I love Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez, and I love Guillermo. But you have to fucking give me your favorite. It's like, gonna go with Pulp Fiction. I'll go with that's it. That's easy. I know that's it's the easy. easiest because I can't remember the names of the other ones. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't, I, I'm so bad with names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That gets me into trouble all the time. It's not Pulp, it's something else, but I just don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Is it the Blues Brothers or something? Mm, is it? Well, they're all in suits. Res- Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, is, is it? Oh, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Might, Mr. Well, Pink and all them. Yeah, yeah, yeah but there's one, there's another one. I, I forgot I the have, name. I have all those fucking movies on DVD. Those shits are fucking yeah. See, classics, real yeah. classics. Are- and then Kubrick? Yeah, Stanley is oh, amazing. Man, Kubrick man, is like man. everything. <laughs> so you like raw yeah. fucking storytelling yes. and just all in your face. I love the raw stuff, yes. That's why I don't really, I'm not a fan of, sorry, Hunger Games. I just never got into it because all that stuff being shot in um, the red cameras, mm-hmm. it looks like a cartoon. It's just it's <laughs> yeah. too it's too fake. Yeah, yeah. I it just doesn't look real to me that anymore. Watered down bullshit. Yeah. 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 So I just I can't click with that. Now, I'm not saying I don't watch Fast and the Furious and, and you stuff know like that, yeah. I do, but then that was just I just don't care. I'm sorry, I just I don't care. Yeah, so CGI <laughs> shit isn't really her thing. She has yeah. to see actual blood and shit. And yes, blood. we need blood. We need actual explosions. I mean, but no, but films did look better that way. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like I it look did. at the older Terminator like movies and stuff. That was good. Yeah, that was good. yeah and was you know, with the real explosions and everything, it, it, it looks a lot better. Way better. The yeah. fake ones, you know, when they have like the insects and it's just like you can tell. And it takes me out because I, I don't remember what movie I was watching. And I Oh, yeah, I watched the new Avengers, and I didn't care for it, to be honest. <laughs> wow. I, it was basic. I'm sorry. I just, I'm so happy somebody else said that no, shit. I haven't true, seen it. Though. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen no. it. It is a real basic-ass no, film, No, it's basic. Bro. The one before the Infinity War, amazing. Yeah, it was Absolutely great. It was amazing. Great. This one, I went by myself. I was like, screw people. I don't need them. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'm independent. Watched it, and everyone's like, oh, with Game of Thrones and Infinity War, everyone's emotional. I was like, oh, okay, I hope I don't cry. And then I watched it, and it was basic. Nothing. Yeah, wow. I, I could have not watched it my whole life and been okay. So you went through this whole, fuck everybody, I'm going to go to the movie theater by myself. Yeah, I, I had a moment like that, too. Yeah, because everyone's like, like, I'm busy, I've yeah, watched it, y'all. and I was like, okay, well, yeah. before the spoilers come, let me watch it. And yeah, I've watched yeah. everything, and it was it was basic. Yeah. Like, for all those people to have such a power, the end was dope. But it wasn't anything life changing. You're the Avengers. It's all, <laughs> by yourself, you're dope, but all of you are doper. So it just doesn't make sense. Ah. You, was, you're you're, old, you're all too great. big you to not it? be that great. Yeah, yeah. yeah it just this, doesn't make sense. You saw this movie and you didn't tell me? Hey, you could have fucking told happen. me. Hey, dude, tell me where your friendship money. lies, guys. Save, save, <laughs> save your fucking money, bro. And, and yeah, watch Pikachu. No, no, I would, I would say go see it just to go. Oh see yeah, it. you have to go see it. Like. Fuck. But I'm gonna tell you what everybody told me. We, we were like, when I first we got ready to go see it, everybody's like, just remember, it's a three hour movie. And it and felt like three hours. And and like for the three hours, they could have done more. I'm just thinking, if you made it like for three, three hours. hours, I was expecting something grand and beautiful. But for three hours, I was like, mm hmm. Did it feel like three hours? Yes, it felt uh, like fucking three hours. Yeah. It felt like it. I mean, it just, it just, it dragged. It was one of those like a, a film student just got a budget and was like, <laughs> oh, oh, I'm just going and just kept putting stuff. I was like, what is the point? What is the point? Wow. Where is this going? And then it finally, it could have lost an hour. Honestly, if they had yeah. taken out an hour, then it would have been good. Yeah. If they took out an hour, yes, because a lot of stuff is like literally no one cares. Yeah. 
It didn't move the movie in any way. Well, it damn, just, guys. Yeah. Sorry. Damn. It could have been a DC movie. That's how bad it was. Uh, hey, fuck you, Pierre. I like uh, DC. <laughs> the fuck? The fuck you like about? Suicide Squad? Anyway, you exactly. Like suicide that shit was garbage. Your face is garbage, garbage, but I don't tell you every day. It's okay. I'm I'm okay with it. Wow. <laughs> I have yet to see that movie. What? Yeah, don't see that shit. You need to. You need to. Trash. It's so cute with him. Like it's so cute. No. Trash. Fucking, you we'll mean Joker, it. right? With Leto. Yeah, yeah. Jer- yeah Jer- we're on the same all, page, right? Jared Leto is a great actor. He, he is, looks like a hot topic employee. <laughs> He looks like a fucking Hot Topic employee. Oh, he looks like the guy that holds the key to open up the piercing uh, fucking thing. He's yeah. amazing, and he's so talented. Yes, he looks like he works there, but he's Jared fucking Leto. Leto? What's the guy's name? Yeah, he Jared did not Leto. do great. No, I'm not going to say he didn't do... But I mean, no let, one can do the Joker better than... No, no, no. This is what I'm going to say about him as the Joker. The, the movie was not edited right. And it was not directed right. I do not fault any actor on that. Yeah, movie. the acting was good. If you're faulting those two, then it makes sense. Yeah, the acting was. When I saw the Joker with a girl, I was just I'm sorry. Yeah. I you know just, what the Joker would? He looks like you know what? That's who Lil Pump is inspired by. Without <laughs> without without the Joker, we would not have Lil Pump right now. That's a lie. You said Lil Pump? Yeah. I you said Lil Puppet. No, a Lil Pump. Lil Gucci Pump. Gang. Oh, Gucci wow. gang, Gucci gang, Gucci oh, gang. Wow. Yeah, that's such a millennial thing to say. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was like, what are you saying? <laughs> this is the disconnect we always have. <laughs> Him being a fucking millennial. I know, you're such you're a millennial, a- dude. First of all, both of you are millennials. Uh, No, I'm not. You don't know how old I am first, sir. Yes, I do. Mm. You're 32. <laughs> I'm not. You added oh, more time. Jerk. He's such an asshole. <laughs> I am such- not. I repeat, I am not 32. I'm really not 32. Well, anyways. Anyways, get, you're your, still mo- get your friends. <laughs> get <laughs> your friends. That's what happens when you deal with people that are fucking 26. I am 29. <laughs> so I'm a older millennial. Okay. I don't know. I'm 32, so I wouldn't know. I'm 32. I wouldn't well. know. No, you're still millennial. Millennials stop at 36. It, it's I think. still carried. I mean, people make the same mistake all the time. But anyway, this is the millennial disconnect. Yeah. I feel like we just fucking. You can't stop. help him. He I'm said not, what he said. I'm not yeah. saying that, that Lil Pump is great. I'm not saying you're that. even talking about Lil I listen, Pump. I listen to Gucci Gang once or twice. It's not a bad beat. The beat, is, not, the beat is cool. It's not. You know? But anyway, <laughs> this man should have not fucking played that character. I'm, I'm okay. No, I, he didn't. I think, he I think he the, was different. He was good. He was different. I really, I really just think it was like the editing and the director and the studios that were involved. Joaquin Phoenix is going to be... That shit looks crazy. The next what? one. The next one. I'm That's a dope actor. I'm oh my god, he's amazing. Oh, he's yeah. amazing. I don't give a fuck what anybody says, man. Johnny Cash. Yeah, that. I always see him as fucking, you know. Yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck. Mm. Didn't he do that one movie? But yeah, dude. That's going to be it. Yeah, that's going to be like the first good DC. Actually, man, I like Man of Steel. I know a lot of people hated it. I like fuck Man of Steel. Fuck Superman. Fuck Superman. Oh my god. Oh, fuck this Superman. Is see, so what happened good. to us not saying fuck anybody today? Look, like, that's a fucking. The tables have turned. Yeah, right. Like, oh, I'm, I'm like definitely being on my P's and Q's right now. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, that's P's and Q's. Yeah. This, this is you being polite. I'm being very polite. Mm, okay. See this. Wow. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Wow. Anyway, polite. Yeah. Linwood High. Yeah. I love it. Anyway, I graduated from night school, so I don't really. Have to <laughs> I don't fucking know, man. So, yeah, but I mean, yeah, those movies. The, just having that the raw 
in your face type of vibe. I yeah. mean, that's cool, you know, to draw inspiration from all that stuff. I mean, Mexico has a similar type of I love style. Me- yes. Mexican films. I love Mexico. I really connect with Mexican films mm-hmm. and Italian films ah. because that's where the cinema verite comes from. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. film school, we studied both. Yeah. And it was called, oh, what is it called? There's this book that I read. Mm-hmm. And it really inspired me. This guy went to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I think it's El Mariachi or so, something, something like that. So I read the book. And basically, it's a filmmaker like myself. Didn't have a crazy budget. So he went into a lab. You know when they give you money, give you $1,000 to test like ovaries or whatever, something like that. So he did that so that he could raise $3,000 for his film. Went to Mexico to shoot it. And he, he was shooting it acting in it, directed it, and then edited it, and then actually sent it to a studio. And that was the cheapest feature film that was ever made on a budget. Wow. So I think the budget was $5,000 for a feature. Oh, fuck. Wow. Yeah. It's, I, I know the name. It's going to come. And so he really inspired me. And I said, listen, that's why when people say, oh, if I had $50,000, if I had $100,000, I would do this. It's not always about the money. If you're just talented at what you do and you have the right connections, you don't need that much money. You can make something. You can make yeah. something so dope. Like yeah. anywhere. It's just that I think people have this mentality of if you're watching too much of like the Kardashians and how they live their lives and have their baby's birthdays if you're like oh that's my standard then that's what messes you up yeah so just seeing that lets me know grind hustle yes you should pay people but if you can get away with not paying certain things that's when you know you have to trust in the process i guess or whatever that your team has to believe in you so much so if you can't give them what they uh, deserve it's because they believe in you because they know you know what you're going to get there and so that's why i like kevin hart he took all his friends with him all his friends like he pushes them and he lifts them up and that's the type of person that I am that if I've known you from long back and you've always been writing with me when I make it you're with me like there's no way you're not going to be in my circle because you have to you know keep sharing that because once you start making more and more money people start acting up too and <laughs> I'm not even there like I'm climbing up the ladders I'm not even there but people are still acting crazy with me right now oh wow yeah <laughs> like people are like oh can you put me in a movie I was like I do docs like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah I'm like you clearly don't know what I do but I'm just saying I've started seeing certain people that will reach out to me oh can you direct this oh can you be a part of this and I was like you didn't talk to me for three years yeah. But because you see me, I'm posting about my success now. Now you want to know me? Family, friends. And it's just like, I'm not even there. But then th- that means people can see where I'm heading to. Yeah, That's why it's so crazy. So you really have to be careful who you have in your circle. So I have a small circle. I don't have a lot of friends. I do, but I don't. I'm such a nice person. But I'm very friendly. And so I know a lot of people. But my close circle is very small. Yeah, that's. I mean, that sounds yeah. about right. You know, you have yeah. to be... There's there gonna be only so many people that really know you. Yeah. You know, because it's not gonna be like one of those things where it's like you have a ton. Like he knows. Like when I started this, like it was a lot of us, and then you just kind of it dwindles yeah. down. It does. You know, but that whole all you know rising tides raise all ships. You know that whole thing. So I get that. I yeah. get that a hundred percent. But I mean, so the end goal for you is just to create. Oh, my end goal is I want to just have my production company, which I have right now, Nandi Productions. Mm-hmm. Nandi means like good, nice. It's a Zulu. Mm-hmm. And it's not slang because Nandi means good. Yeah. But for the millennials, it's more for slang. Like, oh, let's go to that nice ass place. That's what it means. Uh-huh. So I want my production company to just be huge so that I can have other people to take in and just shoot more films and just be bigger and just produce more. So then that's my goal. 
That's sick. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, she already has a lot of workout. In fact, yeah. tell because you already you already told us about the one Which that one? you did in New York. But oh, would yeah. you like to tell us about a couple of your other projects that are out? Because she's definitely won a few awards. Yeah, just a few. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let me know. Okay, so my talk show that I did, I have two seasons. It's called Culture Exchange. And I loved it because I, I love Banta. And mm-hmm. my friend Ryan, who was actually on the show, Mr. Mall, shout out. So I was talking to him and we were having a girls' night and we were talking shit about dudes. And so he's like, that's not fair. We weren't there to defend ourselves. So I said, okay, <laughs> let me do a talk show where, because my friends are mostly African. And so it was all African women oh, or just women of color. Yeah, yeah. And so the talk show is having men and women from around the world talking about their relationships and dating in different cultures. Because I'm black, but if I was to date Pierre, he's African-American and I'm African. So it's completely different. It's a a whole disconnect? Yeah, there's a disconnect automatically just because we're not from the same place. So people are like, oh no, but you're both black people. What's the problem? It's like, nope, nope, nope. There's so much more than that. And so if I date a white guy, oh, she's a traitor. You know, where are your black babies? I was like, oh my God. You know, it's just all this complicatedness. So that's why I did the talk show. And so I had my friends from Panama, from China, from Angola, just people from everywhere, from Mexico, just different cultures, different ethnicities, because dating outside of your religion is important too. I'm Catholic. I've dated Muslims, but they're like, hey, my child's going to grow up as a Muslim. I'm like, I'm not doing all that. (laughs) So you really have to be, you know, careful about that. So that's the talk show I have. So it's called Cultural Exchange Mm. and it's on YouTube. You can find it on Mnandi Productions, which is the M-N-A-N-D-I Productions. And then I also have my featured, my first featured documentary that I'm doing right now, which I'm excited. It's called Unconventional. That's why I've been grinding. It's for us, by us, FUBU. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a documentary where I interview people of different backgrounds. People who don't have your nine to five job. Yeah. And in different parts of their life, some people are beginning, middle, end, you know. And so they're just giving advice and telling people how they've gotten to their journey so you can inspire and motivate people who want to start their journey as well. And so I made sure I got a bunch of people from LA, but I also got some people internationally. I have some people from the UK. Some people from Nigeria and some people from Brazil. I have everyone. It's just, and I always make sure my films are diverse. So if you ask, what does Denise usually do? Just like culturally diverse pieces. That's sick. Yeah. yeah. That's that's beautiful. Culturally diverse pieces. Yeah. I actually love that. I've never I heard that before. That down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that's dope. You know, it's all yeah. about having everybody come in and just have unity. Yeah. It's imp- I think it's important, you know, in order to, you know, have a progressive future in general. Mm-hmm. So that that's dope. All these accolades, like CPR. Yeah. <laughs> See, man? I, t- I told you, I, I try to keep good people around me. Yeah. Damn, you know, man. like, me and Eddie have known each other for a very long time. I know, I found out today. <laughs> yeah, so just know, I don't let I don't let good people go away. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man. We, you're we, stuck we, with me forever. Damn it. <laughs> it's cool. I need more friends. So thanks, Pete. I mean, I met him on set and we just connected since then and then we've been cool ever since. Yeah, so I've worked on his projects. He's worked on mine. So it's a lot of back and forth. Uh-huh. And I wrote my first song with him. I didn't finish it, but I tried. Wow. <laughs> Everybody fucking writes their first song with you. What the yeah. fuck is that about? I don't know. He's like a song muse. He just like sucks us in and I'm like, yeah. okay. We had somebody in here too talking about, oh yeah, you know, Pierre <laughs> believed in me and that's when I started really singing for real, for real. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Hey, you're on your way, Pierre. Yeah. But I you just, know, I just yeah. believe in, like, yeah. honestly, all my friends, like, are just amazing. I just believe in every single one of them. Like, yeah. you know, they're all special. We appreciate it, though. We're all talented, all of us. I can't do what you do. Yeah. I mean, I could, but I like sleep. 
I know that, like, oh, people who are successful, I believe in that, but if I'm not well and I'm not mentally, there's no point. I need to give you a game, Denise, and a game is not, I can't do four hours a day. I can do two four-hour days, and then I crash. So I know I'm going to crash, so why do that to myself? Exactly. Yeah. Sleep is important, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, fuck. I'm getting a lot of it now. Oh, my God. He, so you look amazing. so good, so moisturized. Look at that face shining. Glistening, <laughs> oozing with melanin. Melanin magic. Jesus Christ. No, but we want to thank you, though, for coming in and, you know, just having a good time with us, man. We, You know, it's very rare that you have somebody in here with all this, like, great energy, man. What? Yeah. I have great energy stuff. Yeah, man. Yeah, great energy. Thank so, you. you know, uh, social medias? Oh, yeah. On social media, you can find me at... Maku, M-A-K-H-U. It's actually my nickname. It's like my African name. Yeah. Maku Malo, Maku for short. And that's on Instagram. And then you can find me on my business page, which is Mnandi Productions. Uh-huh. A-M-N-A-N-D-I Productions. Sick. Yes. So thank you very much. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Thank yeah, you. You're awesome. And uh, we'll be seeing y'all next time. Peace. Later. Till later. That was it, guys. Thank you for listening. I want to thank my producer co-host, Pierre Connolly, for keeping me tight on the boards. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Downtown Hill Podcast.